This show is brought to you by Podetize, podcast hosting and done-for-you production services that get you heard by more of your ideal listeners. Visit podetize.com to book a free strategy call. That's P-O-D-E-T-I-Z-E.com. Welcome to Pod Tease. Each week, we'll grant your wish. We'll surprise and delight you with binge-worthy podcasts that are sure to become your new favorites. Our hand-picked selection of changemakers, rebels, do-gooders, educators, funnymakers, and more will make their way onto your new and noteworthy list. Do you have a show that you think needs to be featured? Check out our show notes for your chance to be our next Pod Tease. Hey, Pod Teasers. Summer is very nearly here, and many of us have travel and our wanderlust and central frame. We want to get out there and have an adventure. And so today, I'm going to introduce you to a podcast that will inspire that wanderlust in you. I'm Karina Belizzi, and this is one of my favorite podcasts. It is called Cultural Chameleon, and it's hosted by Rod Desch. He is someone who travels the world in his spare time and who even happens to own a timeshare or is it an Airbnb? Listen and you'll find out in this specific episode as he explores Vieques, I'm sorry, I need to say this correctly, Vieques, Puerto Rico. Now, this is one of the American territories, so you don't need a passport necessarily to even travel there. And if you happen to live on the eastern United States, it's relatively easy to get to. Though they were devastated from hurricanes in past, they've mostly recovered from that now. And so it's a great time to go ahead and book some travel to Vieques. I think you're going to love this show. I think you're going to love Rod Desch and... Maybe you'll get the pronunciation better than I will. My second language is French, so the Spanish always comes out sounding a little bit like that. So kick back, settle in, and let's kick it with Rod Desch and the Cultural Chameleon Podcast. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard the Cultural Chameleon Podcast. We're about to depart from the gate. But prior to departure, we ask that your seatbelt is securely fastened. Join Rod Desch, the host, weekly for a travel adventure like no other. Hello, chameleons. Today's episode will take us to the Caribbean island of Puerto Rico, a place where the food and colors are as vibrant as its beautiful people. For many, when they think of Puerto Rico, They think about San Juan, the capital, as many Caribbean cruises begin and end in this city. San Juan is an amazing city with great history and old San Juan itself being a UNESCO World Heritage Site. San Juan isn't on our list for today, but instead, a small island off the southeast coast of mainland Puerto Rico is. Vieques Island is a municipality of Puerto Rico itself. And this group of islands is sometimes referred to as the Spanish Virgin Islands. This is an island commonly mispronounced and is spelled V-I-E-Q-U-E-S, pronounced Vieques. The island's name is actually a Spanish spelling of a Taino word, Bieque, B-I-E-K-E, said to mean small island. And that gives it its name, Isla Nena, or 
Little Girl Island. The Tainos, who are generally referred to as Arawaks, were the indigenous people of the Caribbean and Florida. At the time of the European contact in the late 15th century, they were the principal inhabitants of most of Cuba, Jamaica, the Dominican Republic, and Puerto Rico. During the British colonial period, this island was called Crab Island, and today you'll find that name referenced in the island's newest and only rum distillery, Crab Island Rum. Vieques was known internationally at one time because of the site of a series of protests against the United States Navy. They used this island as a bombing range and a testing ground, which led to the Navy's departure in 2003. I'm not going to touch on the many injustices that happened during that time. However, I will say that the once naval base is now a wildlife refuge, noted as one of the largest in the Caribbean. Vieques experienced significant damage during Hurricane Maria, which occurred in 2017. The island's tourism-based economy came to a screeching halt, and also, so did the livelihood for many island residents. Today, Vieques has recovered, and the island-based tourism is once again thriving. Many people are drawn to this island because of Mosquito Bay, a bioluminescent body of water. What exactly does that mean, you ask? Well, if you disturb the water, the dioflagonite organisms that are contained within this shallow bay light up in the night's darkness. Something that you definitely have to see to believe. I could go on for days about this little place, but of course I'm probably privy because I purchased a house there just before Hurricane Maria in 2017 and I've been operating an Airbnb there ever since. This strip of land, which is about 25 miles long, by five miles wide, is a place that embraces nature in every way. Some is by choice and some involuntarily, but to the benefit of most. You'll find a mostly thriving Pasofino horse population, which roam free on the entire island. You'll also see chickens, goats, and the occasional pig. Iguanas are plentiful and are a frequent island dog delicacy. They are the island equivalent of squirrels. The waters are crystal clear, and the air temperature stays between 80 and 90 year-round, with increased humidity around hurricane season, which is June through November. I've invited an island resident today. Carlos Gil Rivera is an artist who has lived in Vieques since 2013, and you can find his work all over the island of Vieques, on abandoned buildings, in restaurants, and even a masterpiece in a small plaza in the main town of Isabel Segunda. Carlos, welcome to the Cultural Chameleon. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Um, to me, it's a very excited opportunity, you know. So you learn Spanish. Yo aprender poquito. Un poquito. <laughs> sí. Okay. Pero entiendes lo que te estoy diciendo. Sí. Sí. Ah, qué bien, qué bueno. For us, that's very important. You don't know how important is the people come to Puerto Rico from the state. Know a little bit of Spanish. And try. And try, yeah. To me, it's, it's, so, it's very, very important to, you know, mm -hmm. because no Spanish, you try to communicate with somebody in other language. To me, the people learn Spanish to come or doing business, whatever, is very, very important. I agree. So I think it's part of that um, uncomfortable situation when you travel, when, when you live in Vieques. Maybe it's one of that uncomfortable situation, the language. It is important to be uncomfortable as much as we can be, because it means that we learn. Mm -hmm. I understand. It's like a philosophy, so I understand. 
first we'll talk about Vieques a little bit because it's a special place to me and I know that it's a special place for you as well and you've chose to make it your home since 2013, yes? Yes, that's correct. I started working here at the fort as a tour guide in 2013. But before that, visit Vieques for part of the community project at the Save Battery in 2007. So I learned more about Vieques in 2007 when I started collaborating in the Save Battery part. And then I have a few friends from the University of Puerto Rico grow up in Vieques. So I have a special connection with Vieques because I have a very good friends live here and grow up. She invite me to collaborate in 2007. Wow, I did not know that. That's that's awesome. So you're definitely you're definitely qualified to talk about the Saber tree as well. The Saber tree has its own life and you know it's very special for many people around the world. To me it's very important mention that the beginning of my visit here in the island. My, my love for Vieques started with the Seiba Tree Park as a community project. For people that don't know, the, the Seiba Tree in Vieques, which has the park surrounding it, is the tree is 300, almost 300 more, years old? More, more. 375 years. Wow. Yeah, it's very old. And it's magic place. It's a magic place. And I am very full of thinking, uh, full of different vibes. I go into the Seba tree to talk with the tree um, and found answers because you ask him to the Seba tree and the nature gives the answers to your questions. You are right. That place comes with some magic. Yeah. And it's a, a tree, 100% grow in Vietnam. It's like a perfect situation for the Seba to grow up. It can adapt to the to the storms and yeah and recover. The Seba tree is for that and have all the characteristics they need to to be in a tropical hurricane area. That Seba is very special because when you see an image many Sebas growing tall. That Seba growing to the side. Very wide wide than tall so each place have its own moments like climbing Monte Pirata is very cool but I don't do it I do it one or two times per year you know it's easier right. going to the same but I love going to the bunkers and paint something in one bunker in the bush so I love doing that I love Lanchita to surf I love sunbathe to swim you know I love the pier to see the sunset or see the stars so each place of Vieques is unique. Tell me, you know, what inspired you? What got you into art? I am originally from Santurce, then moved to Bayamón, to a countryside, to a mountain, uh, live like a, like a Tom Sawyer with my machete and my Rambo knife, and with my bicycle and, and, you know, very mountain living. Then moved to Rio Piedras to a building and I have to take buses and all that. But I started doing art to resolve my necessity to play. So when I doing art sometimes it's because I need to play and I like doing things to be happy and keep happy and I think I doing it because I feel joy of doing it but my father's always try to say you going to take classes of art my teachers say his his kid is going this good doing art bring it to my mother bring it to a special art classes I hate sport education. I don't know if over there is obligation or sport education like play basketball and running. I hate that. But I don't hate I don't hate sport. I hate the way the sport, the competition, sport education and always oh I don't like that. <laughs> so I see my, my and when and that's happened when I do in art. 
and maybe that's bring me here to Vieques because I feel very intoxicated of the small world of art of Puerto Rico. Maybe always can be bigger, but to me, I'm tired of that and always think Vieques could be a very important art base of international art, not only for the location, but Vieques have a very important background about the bioluminescent bay and all that. Good place to take roots. The last time that I was in Vieques, I went to Quinones, the furniture store. I walked across the street because they weren't open yet. And I sat down mm -hmm. and I sat down in, in, in the seat and I looked all around me and I see all of your art. Oh, yes, that's my last project in Placita Mabel. It's a very good project. First, because it's the first project I do employ me and then a commission like I work for you doing a mural in your house is very good and all that. But I think this project came more from me of, and what I want, I want to express and have the municipality call me with Jay Chaguiñones, the owner of the Muebleria, and they told me about restaurate that plaza. Oh, so they actually contacted you? to uh, be able to restore yeah 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 it is beautiful my friend absolutely gorgeous thank you thank you thank you and municipality key five of the money to pay me involve the community is very important the community feel part i'm involved the municipality i doing what i want i love restoring some abandoned place that's what i like you know create give life to something die try to create a new energy and to me I think I can give the example the life continue because in that moment everybody is very anxious with the pandemic and don't have the vaccine yet and everybody don't have work you know everybody's very stressed and I wake up early and I feel that like a mission you know the people see somebody painting something in some abandoned place to me it's very important all that that fusions of different people involved in the same purpose to create something for others because I doing it and I let them and the people can and use it with respect with the credit of the artist and it's for it's for everybody it's not just for me you see that mural and you feel i feel represented from that mural and that's what i want mm -hmm. the people feel some something represent them i i do it i think i doing it and many people say thanks have some people doing some movie there some netflix movies recorded there and people married there oh that's so awesome yeah to me, it's a gift to the community and the people. So to me, it's very important to create. The people know from Vieques, I can send art to many, many parts of the world. If I continue in San Juan, maybe my art is not the same because I do it what's around me. You know, I can paint the snow if I don't live in the snow. Mm -hmm. And in that way, I painted what I live. It's much more different than what I painted in Santurce when I lived there. I can appreciate that. I feel like if you absorb the place that you are and that influences your art and what you want to create and how you create it, I think that Vieques allows for the canvas of creativity because it's so relaxed. Mm -hmm. You know, people don't understand maybe that haven't been there because Vieques allows for an integration into nature in a way that a lot of places, mm -hmm. it's different in San Juan. It's, it's, Vieques is unique. And I think that the fact that it helps yeah. you, it, it, it inspires you is, is something that you definitely need to take advantage of. 
the BioBay, you see many Chinese, many Oriental people came to Vieques to see the BioBay. And that's because in China or Japan have a video and the people is crazy to visit Vieques to see the, the BioBay. So here have something special, bring people from around the world, create, you know, red, yellow and, and green. And Vieques don't have light of that. I don't know how to say in English, uh, semáforo. How do you say semáforos? Traffic lights. Yeah, here don't have traffic lights, you know, and many people of Vieques don't like traffic lights, you know, <laughs> many people of Vieques. Yeah, yes. I agree. I am one of them. And, you know, you talk about the lights. One thing that I wanted to throw in for people that have never been to Vieques, mm -hmm. if you go across the south part of the island, you'll see you'll see the lights in the street that are red. Those mm -hmm. were specifically put there so that it does not disturb the, the turtle nesting grounds because they're, they can be thwarted from their hatching eggs if there's too much light. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the same is for the bioway because the bioway bio don't bright the same with the red lights. So help to the bioway too. If Vieques could be a center for not only art, but ecotourism, Vieques can set the example for so many other places if mm -hmm. uh, we bring people that care about the environment. Yeah. So right now have so many different decisions and so many people come here with his own decision and his own plans and his own goals and not necessarily going to be part of Vieques. Individuals that come to build or to invest in business are really only making it about themselves and their pocket rather than making it about integrating that business and the end goal in Vieques culture. That's happened in Vieques and that's happened in the main island. I've heard that people from Isla Grande in mainland Puerto Rico yeah. feel differently about the people in Vieques. And um, I think that some people in Vieques feel that they are their own country and they are separate from from mainland do you do you feel that in some ways i feel more than separate for forgotten of the main island you know you yeah. see the buildings here you see the ferry here you, you know we are forgotten from you see the necessity of hospital here you see the price of some primary things here is very high in comparison from the main island i feel more than forgotten than another part of puerto rico but i feel Vieques is part of Puerto Rico. Just forgotten. Yeah. Just forgotten. Okay. I understand that the hospital that is still not built after 2017, the Hurricane Maria ruined and destroyed the hospital. I believe that the, the main issue was mold. Mm -hmm. Here we are in, uh, you know, almost 2022 and, and there is not a brick and mortar hospital available for the people of Vieques. Mm -hmm. And I am 42, 41 year old and I think anxious because I don't have an hospital. When I need an hospital, what I do, you know, if, if to me so happen, something happened, what, what, what can I do? Where I go? And I feel healthy. You know, some all people have high blood pressure, whatever, uh, cancer, you know. Tourists are vital to keeping the economy of, of restaurants and, and, and businesses and on Vieques going. Yeah. But, but there's also that complicated portion of transportation because when you're an island, off of an island, it means that you've got only two ways to get there. You either fly or you take the ferry. Uh-huh, uh -huh. Or you visit with your private boat or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's the three ways of... Since I have heard about the island of Vieques, the ferry has been a hot topic and mm -hmm. a very contentious point. What is the, the cost now? Has it changed with... Two dollars, two dollars. Two dollars uh, each way. It's really inexpensive. No, one way. 
one way. It's really, to me, it's inexpensive for the for the ride they give us, you know. Mm -hmm. But to me, the price is inexpensive. But I have people is you know they don't have the two dollars to get to the doctor or something like that. Understood. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Given that you are from uh, Isla Grande and you've been in Vieques for a little bit, is there any food that is unique to Vieques itself that is different from, mm. from Isla Grande? I love the arepas with habichuelas. Arepas with beans. With beans. Yeah. Okay. A special food from Vieques. Homemade or is there somewhere that you... Homemade, 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 homemade. Beans with because when I moved to Vieques, the mother of my friend where I stayed, she doing that. And when I work at the fort, secretary of the of the fort showed me that. So three arepas with beans is the perfect lunch to anybody mm -hmm. in Vieques. Now, not gandules, are they? Are they gandules? No gandules. No habichuela beans. Okay, beans. Yeah, because arroz con gandules is from everybody. But more traditional food for Vieques is arepas with habichuelas, arepas with fish, with colirubia or something like that. But I prefer beans than fish. So arepas with beans. That's interesting. Yeah, that's the the traditional plate from Vieques. Arepas, con arepas de coco, coconut arepas. I don't know. It's arepas with 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 beans, arepas with shrimp, arepas with grabs. It's good. Now, there's pasteleos, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, pastelillo. And they are different in what way? Uh-huh. Uh, because the pastelillos is full of something. And I seen the la masa. I don't know to say the masa, the... Like the corn, maize? The corn, yeah, yeah, is different. And the way they fry is different. And the arepas is uh, the corn, just the corn. They don't fill it with any with anything. Ah, okay. You just dip in the coffee or you just dip in the beans. What is your favorite restaurant in Vieques? Billy. Billy? Yeah. Yeah, of course, Billy. Have my art there. So Billy is the best one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they... They are local from Puerto Rico. It's a it's a couple. The wife, the chef, and the guy is the fisherman. And many people go in there to eat in Belize, and she have always something new there. And it's my friends, so I recommend Belize to go to eat. Vieques give me a lot of things. I don't ask him give it to me. You know, it's just because I am here. And you're giving back. And I give him back because here friends come to me, uh, clients come to me, house comes to me. So to me, it's very important because many, many people I know come to Vieques, then come back again. I think that's happened to you. And that's happened to me. I came at the beginning because somebody invited me and then I don't want to go <laughs> back to San Juan. I just going back to San Juan to get money to came back to Vieques and work with no payment. But I feel some something as exchange i feel something some energy as exchange mm -hmm. kennedy been in vieques madonna been shaquille o'neal robbie draco rosa put names and everybody's visit vieques you talked about the fort for everybody listening you know vieques has a lot of special things but i want to talk about the fortin conde de mirasol it was built by the spanish and was the last spanish fort built in the americas it was built between 1845 and 1855 they believe and you had the pleasure of working there and i believe that you also have art inside yes mm -hmm. yes yes i doing i have the opportunity to do in three individual art shows there the fort is a beautiful place to see all of the town of Isabel, a colonial style building that was restored. In 1991, 
1991. The, the Institute for Culture of Puerto Rico restarted in 1991. And then in 2016 or 17, uh, Roberto Rabin found a lot of money and a lot of people tried to restore it again and paint it outside and repair the, the building again. And then the Hurricane Maria gave a lot of damage in the roof. So right now, half 40% of the building is damaged right now from Maria. Were you on the island for the hurricane? Yeah. In my house. What was um, what was your experience? Was it the first time you ever threw something like that? No, because I have Hurricane Hugo, but it's the first time feel Maria, because Maria is very heavy Hurricane, very heavy. You feel the floor like a military giant military hit the land and then hit the house. It's very strong Hurricane. 7 p.m. I going to sleep and then wake up at 1 a.m. and then sleep again until 7 a.m. I shut down. You know, I can't handle it. <laughs> I go to sleep, forget about it. But it's very strong, Hurricane. It's the most strong. It's one of the strongest Hurricane hit the land of Vieques and Puerto Rico. Vieques was cut off from from everywhere mm -hmm. like there were no communications it took a really long time to to mobilize help for Vieques. Yeah. yeah yeah i spent i have to talk with my family in the main island two weeks so i don't know anything about there about 14 or 15 days you talked about the horses of the island and i think that that's one thing that makes Vieques unique yeah i was reminded by betty gilreath the other day that she said don't you dare say that those horses are are wild because the horses in Vieques are not wild yeah. they are every single horse is owned by an individual and the horses just run free mm -hmm. so there is a there is a significant difference and the one thing that i wanted to give a shout out to was betty and her her care for the roaming free horses of the island because she started, correct me if I say it wrong, penzunas en el suelo. Uh-huh, en el suelo. Uh, hooves on the ground. Mm -hmm. And she is now a, a nonprofit organization that can take donations and be able to help the horses with medical care. And, uh, you know, a lot of horses on the island get hit by cars. You've probably seen friends that have had hit horses with their car. Yeah. Or tourists. Yeah, yeah. That's a common accident in Vieques. No, we don't have any signs say have horses on the street. I've seen a couple. Maybe they're not there anymore, but... Mm -hmm. The horses of Vieques are a breed called Pasofino, meaning fine step. And it's a breed of horse brought to the Caribbean from Spain. Puerto Ricans are extremely proud of these horses, which are known for their distinct gallop. Here is a regular horse gallop. And here is a Pasofino gallop. I want to definitely paint Vieques in, you know, the contrast of its beautiful ability to to give people joy and also, you know, be real about the about the struggles that people have to go through to live that joy. Yeah. And I'm so glad for you that you are able to find your spot and to to integrate yourself into the island for the better and for the better of the people and yourself. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the idea of many people come to live in Vieques. They feel comfort here. We feel we can apport positive to the community and we get some income 
doing what we love. A lot mm -hmm. of people see that opportunities in Vieques. And to me, it's very sad because not the Puerto Ricans and Puerto Rico don't see all Vieques have to offer to us. I understand Vieques as a multicultural town. I feel less anger with the tourism. I feel less anger with the this with the movement of people, you know, I feel less anger with, I have to talk in English because the restaurant don't have anybody talking Spanish. Now talking with you, if I understand Vieques as a multicultural place, not Puerto Rico place with a multicultural uh, people, it's more relaxed to me. So now with this conversation, I try to understand Vieques more. The way that you look at it and your perception is helpful to be able to look at the diversity that is here in the form of art and cultures and people rather than the limitations that 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 you can easily focus on yeah yeah I, yeah and uh, it's more more peaceful it's if we separate from puerto rico and I start thinking vieques like independent culture of many ways you know uh, And you're a part of that. Yeah. You're, you're helping to drive what the new Vieques will be. Yeah, to good and to bad. The, and the, th the thing is, too, when you have a society the size of, of Vieques, you have the ability to see how drastic the change can be with good things, with bad things, mm -hmm. with, with food, with the ferry, with the hospital. Everything has such a, a, a significant impact mm -hmm. because of... You see it because we are a small group of people and everybody's supposed to know who is Maria and, and she died. And we expect some many people go to the funeral. And, you know, it's different if I live in the main island in Rio Piedras. In, in Rio Piedras, anybody's take care of Maria's die, you know, somebody died. You know, but here the people take care of, they know about the, the people in the town, you know. And, and I love that because that the community does create a community, you know, and that's part of the. That's what got me too. I really, really moved me. There is a there is a funeral procession when somebody passes away through mm -hmm. through the town. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that does that doesn't happen where I'm from. Mm -hmm. I've never seen that ever. And everybody's respectful, and too. Who's, who's born, who's dying. You see, ah, the newborn, the, the lady, the new man have, you know, everybody's is a community. You're going out and you have to say hi and talk with somebody because you found somebody. Not everybody like that. I'm, star I'm starting to hear the coquis, which means that it's, it's time we probably wrap up. Yeah, I hear them. I hear them. I always hear them. I always hear them. Yeah. <laughs> I have a story from Hurricane Maria. I start listening to all the noise, the trees scratching, the tornadoes hit the house, and I am very anxious. So it's my first house, and I spent my first Hurricane in my first week of my new house. So to me, it's very excited. I can afford one room for my friends. But the only thing let me sleep is the listening I hear in the Hurricane, the noise of Akoki. And that's amazing. Yeah, I hear the and I hear and I focus on that in the coqui. And I figure out the coqui in the middle of the hurricane in a tube or something covered, protect. And I listen in the coqui and that gives me the, the peace I need to spend Maria sleeping. For anyone who has never been to Puerto Rico, it is one of the most beautiful sounds and helps me sleep as well. Mm.
It's the sound that means you've arrived in, in Puerto Rico. It's, it's little tree frogs that mm-hmm. they're making their mating call. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the, I think, the males talking to the females. Mm-hmm. And they have some of the loudest, like for their size, they have the loudest decibel of, of noise production mm-hmm. than, than like any other yeah. animal. It, they're it's fascinating. Yeah, and they doing the louder is the best for the female cook. Okay. So they have to say coge, and have 16, 16 different types of cookies in Puerto Rico and three of them is, is extinct so just 13 variants of cookies in Puerto Rico oh wow I know that because I have a class and they explain me that and cookies originated in the um in the islands of, of Puerto Rico, and now you can find cookies as far away as Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. the people hate Hawaii. it over there. The people hate the cookies. <laughs> hate. I see some videos in YouTube, and the people hate the cookies. Hate it. Thank you so much for taking the time to be a part of of this interview, yeah. and I think that you've really provided valuable information. Of course, I hope I can talking about what is my my experience in Vieques, and I hope it's helpful for your the podcast. When when you you send me you want to interview, I said, but I think have people first learn know more English than me. And then I think have more people educated, more educated about the history and the contrast and the political issues of Vieques. And then I say, forget about it. It's okay. And I talk with, with my heart and what is my opinion of what I see and what I believe. To view pictures of the places I describe, check out my Instagram, Cultural Chameleon 11. Until next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Pod Tease, a production of the MediaCasters. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to discover your next binge-worthy favorite. For more information, visit our website, themediacasters.com, and follow us on social platforms at The MediaCasters. This show is brought to you by Podetize, podcast hosting and done-for-you production services that get you heard by more of your ideal listeners. Visit podetize.com to book a free strategy call. That's P-O-D-E-T-I-Z-E.com.